0: My name is Dylan Price and welcome to Ambitious. This episode will be like any other I've really ever done. Um, For the most part, I'm pretty down the line and not too opinionated. Um, I spoke out about climate change and I've spoken out a little bit about COVID-19 and the media and some politicians, but for the most part, I talk about sports. I talk about humans overcoming adversity. And I talk about things that aren't necessarily too political. Today's episode is a complete 360 from anything I've ever talked about. I'm going to talk about everything facing the African-American community right now, the Black Lives Matter campaign, and use this platform in a way to try to invoke positive change. I am a straight white male. I have never been a victim of oppression. I have never walked down the street, and had people look at me funny unless I was doing something goofy because I tend to do stuff like that. But on a more serious note, I have never been looked at in a store while shopping as if I was going to steal something. I've never had to made my actions clear to others so that they didn't think I was going to do anything that was criminal. And I've never got a knee driven into my neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds, I believe, for forging a $20 bill. Obviously, there could be underlying circumstances to some deaths. There could be underlying circumstances to why cops are the way they are. But that is not justification for George Floyd, for Armand Aubrey, and so many others losing their lives because of the country and the society that we live in. It is not okay, nor will it ever be okay. And as a country, these peaceful protests are a way of showing that our society is tired, tired of witnessing this. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, blue, purple, black, lesbian, straight, LGBT, I don't care who you are. You know what is going on in our society. You know it's not okay. So speak out about it. I have a privilege to have built up some sense of a platform over the last year and few months on this podcast where I have people who are going to hear me say this. But what about the voiceless? So that's what I'm trying to do today. Give a voice to the voiceless. I wanted to have people come on and talk to me about this, but it felt more... Right, that I just study up on it and not get any biased opinion and just give you unbiased perspective. Because if I'm nothing, I have been transparent and unbiased on this show. I believe that the violence facing the black community needs to stop. And the best way to do that is by educating the public in a way that the general media has not. Because it shouldn't be at a point where there's rioting and looting to get your voices heard. Our government needs to change, so how can we make a change? In the most unbiased way possible, I am going to explain this. First things first, I am not old enough to vote, but a majority of my audience is. So you vote. You go out and vote for people who will invoke a change because this is not about bad people in the sense of cops. Because I think maybe this is the wrong stance in some people's eyes, but not all cops are bad people. It's just people with hate in their hearts. No matter your race, religion, sexuality, ethnicity, anything you identify yourself by, there is still hate in people's hearts. And that can't change unless the people at the top change. Whether you're Democrat, whether you're Republican, whether you're a member of the Green Party, whether you're independent, you need to vote for people Who will make a positive change. Whether you agree with Donald Trump, whether you agree with Joe Biden, and you think that one of them can make a positive change, go for it. But the fact is, in the past length of my lifetime, there has been very few people in office, I'm not going to say anything specific about any past presidents, any past senators, any past congressmen, I'm just going to say there's been very few people in office who have done anything to tried to change the narrative on social injustice and social inequality. Yes, we had an African-American president. But in his time as president, he had to fend off so many other issues and deal with his policies, which were some good, some bad. And his ideals of trying to make a difference for social inequality, although it may have been a forefront of his campaign, it wasn't done as well as some people would have hoped. And now you have Donald Trump in office who his agenda is more economic based. So if you want someone to unite this country, vote for someone to unite this country. If you think Donald Trump's going to take a complete 180 and he's going to unite this country, vote for Donald Trump. But the fact is, people need to start making educated decisions on who you want in office in order to prevent things like this. Because by preventing things like this, You don't have riots. You don't have looting. You don't have a need to protest at all. Obviously, our country will never be perfect, but we are America. We are still one of the biggest countries. We are still supposed to be one of the pillars of the world, and we have not done that. We have not been able to do that because we can't handle our own people. We can't make things right in our country So why are we involving ourselves in other countries? I am not usually this vocal. I'm really not. Politics is something I try to stay out of. But throughout this pandemic, throughout being quarantined, I have seen the wrong people just as a 16-year-old in office watch the wrong people make the wrong decisions and hurt others. I don't care what political party you are on. I don't care whether you support Trump or Biden, I want to make that clear. I don't care who you support, but there are people in power making the wrong decisions and that is why there are protests. This is not about Derek Chauvin driving his knee into George Floyd's neck. This is a much, much bigger issue in our society. The wrong people are making the decisions at the top and that needs to change. And whether people change, whether policies change, whether the politicians currently in office make a change because of these protests, that would be great. But over time, good people need to get rid of the bad. And the best thing as a society we can do is lean on each other and love thy neighbor. I am not on this podcast to talk politics. Although politics have become something by seeing all the bad people in office, I have become a little more interested in and something that I may want to pursue in my life and may try to run for office because genuinely good people need to be in office. Good people are needed everywhere. Good people are needed in uniform. Good people need to be cops. Good people need to be firemen. You need to get rid of the bad people. A guy like Derek Chauvin who has many code of conduct defenses in his career as a cop in 19 years on the force should not have been remaining as a cop and allowing That to happen falls on the Minneapolis PD's shoulders, but it is not something that is just on their shoulders. It is something on our nation's shoulders for allowing these people to have these opportunities. There need to be stricter background checks for everything in general. There need to be stricter background checks to prevent gun violence, something that's going to get talked about in a a little bit on this show with my interview with Belt Dreams, a group out of Texas. And I know I'm all over the place. But stricter background checks can prevent guys like Derek Chauvin because it was known that he was a supremacist. It was known he had hate in his heart. So he should not have been wearing that uniform because there are so many good people wearing that uniform that get outweighed by the media and by this violence. And quite frankly, a lot of the protests have been glorified to invoke fear into the general public's hearts because a lot of the people causing riots and looting and causing the general dissension in our society are not even the people of color. The people of color protesting for better justice, better reforms, better equality, better people in power, those are the people who are being peaceful. Those are the people outside DC in the capitol building with members of every race, every ethnicity, every sexuality, every varying characteristic of societal norm. They were out there singing lean on me, leaning on each other, fighting for social distance, the anarchists and most of them sorry to my race are white most of them are taking this as an opportunity that our country is in a horrific spot right now it is sad how terrible our country is of a spot right now it needs to get better so they're taking this opportunity with people quarantined with people in a pandemic with cops shooting people with cops put driving their knee into people innocent people on the streets So the hate in their heart, harbored by these people, by those people in power that are killing these African-Americans, is leading to peaceful protests, but this dissension is leading to riots, looting, burning down of buildings. And yes, some people are doing it because they're trying to get eyes on the matter, and some people are trying to raise awareness for the matter. But there are statues, there are cemeteries, there are things that are there to memorialize heroes in our society being damaged, being defaced, because anarchists feel they need to do this to make a difference. And truly, they're not making a difference. They're just causing chaos. To the people of color peacefully protesting, to the people of any race, sexuality, ethnicity, anything peacefully protesting during this, good on you. You are living your life to what Martin Luther King would have wanted, to what Malcolm X would have wanted, to what Muhammad Ali would have wanted. General civil rights informers and reformers. They informed others, and they made a difference in their lives to make reforms. Whether you're burning things down because you want to steal things from a mall, or whether you're damaging things because there's hate in your heart, you need to stop. The best way to make a change is by raising awareness. I have rambled for 11 minutes about something that doesn't even affect me as much as it does people I know as friends, people I know just in society. And I am fired up. So I can't imagine how much anger and fuel is in their hearts right now because of what's happening to their Brothers and sisters and cousins and just people who don't deserve to die, don't deserve to be harmed, and are being brutalized because people have hate in their hearts. And that hate needs to be phased out. There's always going to be hate in this world, and it's a sad thing that I'm having to learn as I'm growing older. But by having people in power who don't have hate in their hearts, by giving people uniforms who don't have hate in their hearts, by protesting and showing the love and compassion... And by trying to get rid of some of that hate that is glorified in the media, you can really make a difference. I don't know what it's like to be oppressed, but I do know what it's like to watch our country be in this spot. And it is not okay. There needs to be a change and it starts at the top. And it starts by people also speaking out and vocalizing things. I may be a white straight male, Who's never been a victim of oppression but the fact is i have a platform here so that's what i'm doing i'm trying to speak out and people with a platform should be doing that even people just in everyday life like you listening to this right now should speak out if you think this is wrong say something about it the fact is it is it's wrong there will be a time i truly believe that i will grow old and this will be talked about for having made a difference in the world. These events will have been beneficial, and I pray and hope that that happens, and I hope that I see a time where people with hate in their hearts don't have a platform to go on social media and to vocalize that hate and to burn things down and to harm innocent African Americans like George Floyd. I hope there's a time when those people are phased out of power, and I hope That there is a time when our country can unite as one, truly, truly unite as one, and love thy neighbor. That is all I have to say. I have now rambled for 14 minutes about this. And that's really all I have to say. Today's episode is going to be this segment and an interview I did a couple weeks ago with an organization called Belt Dreams in texas with three young boxers and their family who are trying to make a difference in terms of gun violence we talked about their boxing career we talked a little bit about gun violence and it just felt right that this be the episode that i include them on because they are trying to make a difference and build a platform and make a positive difference in society and those are the kind of people that need to be glorified in the world those are the kind of people that need to be at the forefront of a change in society. So good on them, and I'm excited for you guys to listen to this. There will be no ads in this episode. There doesn't feel like a right time right now to be putting an ad in this episode. So that is going to be it. This will be an ad-free episode. I will air the interview as soon as I'm done rambling. And then I will sign off and be back here next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to this rant. I hope you enjoy the interview with Belt Dreams, and here we go. Belt Dreams. Today's guests are a really cool story from the organization Belt Dreams. They have three young junior boxers, Amarion, Damani, and Peyton. Their parents, Bob and Shawn, are on as well. They're all a very phenomenal family affiliated with USA Boxing out of Forney, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Belt Dreams. How's it going, guys? Hey, how
1: you doing, man? Hello.
0: Hello. (laughs) So thank you guys for coming on, and I do want to dive right into the story. How did Belt Dreams get started?
1: Well, Bell Dreams got started um, by, by all of us, actually. You know, I um, from the boxing, and uh, we came up and we kind of voted on what the name would be, and we decided to come up with Bell Dreams because that's the ultimate goal behind the three brothers is to get the belts and become the world champions, man.
0: Now, how long have each of you guys been boxing? I'm
1: going to let them answer that. How long have <laughs> you been boxing, man?
0: We've been boxing for nine months. Hmm. Wow. And how long has everybody else been boxing? We
1: both been boxing for nine months. Hmm. They all been boxing for
0: nine months. So you guys are gaining a lot of experience. How have you guys gotten to like the sport? Hmm. That's
1: when what, can you preach the
0: question how as you guys have gotten more and more experienced, how have you guys gotten with enjoying the sport?
1: uh, we love the sport we like
2: competing and training every day
0: now, Marion, you're the older brother with a six and one record. What is next for you in your fighting career
1: no that's the that's my younger brother's record the
0: money, oh, okay, sorry. So, Damani, you're 6-1. and one. What is next for you? Um,
1: uh, wait, what did you say again? What's next? You want to keep winning or what you want to do? <laughs> oh, yeah, I want
0: to keep winning. <laughs> now, Marion, what is next for you in your boxing career?
1: Um, to fight more, to win.
0: And now, Peyton, you haven't gotten any matches under you yet, but obviously you're learning more and getting up there. What is your... Goal next for you
2: to become a champion.
0: Very very cool. So I do want to talk about the mission behind Belt Dreams. This got started, and you guys are dedicated to a platform called Put Down the Guns and Pick Up the Gloves. How did that get started?
2: Well, we started Put Down the Guns and Pick Up the Gloves because we wanted to um, we wanted to inspire our community. And we saw the impact that boxing had on our kids and how it was making them more responsible, how they were enjoying it and how um, overall it was just turning them into some more well-rounded children. And we thought that it would be great if other kids could have these opportunities as well. And then we thought about all of the you know, the crime that goes on, everything surrounding gun violence and things like that going on, whether it's in school or just in the communities, and we thought that this would be a great project for us to to tackle as far as, you know, bringing awareness and seeing if we can inspire more kids to get into boxing as an alternative.
0: Very cool. Now, my understanding is this started, too, um, around a lot of stuff happening in your guys' hometown of Forney, including gun violence.
2: Exactly. Well, we mm-hmm. actually started before that, but it um, just so happened that, I think it was around last month, that there were some boys that brought guns to my son, my oldest son's school. So it just made us, you know, feel like we were on the right track and it makes us want to get out there even more and, you know, do our job, do our part in the community.
0: Very cool. Now, Bob, you never boxed yourself from what I heard, but you've always respected the sport of boxing and now you're passing that down to your kids. How has that been for you and being able to train them and get them ready for the sport?
1: Man, it's been fun,
0: because
1: I've I really, really got an affinity for boxing, so it's, it's been fun, it's been challenging, uh, it's been a it's been a learning situation, and um, I enjoy it, I enjoy it wholeheartedly, and I think because I enjoy it so much, they enjoy it as well, mm-hmm. and so, like I said, it's been fun.
0: Very cool. Now, Shauna, you have... Three kids in boxing and your husband's uh, coaching them. How is that for you to deal with and have the boxing as a part of your life?
2: Well, I enjoy all of it.
0: I love
2: like every bit of it, especially because I feel like it's shaping them into young men, some young men that I can be proud of. So I enjoy it all. I enjoy, you know, washing their clothes. I enjoy going to their practices. I enjoy cooking for them when they come home from practice. I enjoy reading in the stands. I just love it all. And I grew up kind of tomboyish because I had three boys, so I just feel like I fit right in.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Now, you guys were planning to do a scholarship exhibition this coming summer, but with all the craziness you guys are holding off, when is the plan to move forward with that?
1: Um, actually, as soon as all of this kind of settles down and we can get back to our normal routine and as well as the public. So, I mean, uh, the best thing to do would probably be, you know, to just check on our website and our our social media pages and, um, you know, we should be able to put some more information up about that. But we want to get back to it and and get that initiative started as soon as possible, as soon as everything returns back to normal.
0: Now, Marion, as you're getting older and everything, what is the goal for you for school and for boxing for the future? I'm going pro. And what is the timetable for you for how quickly you feel you're going to be able to make it to the pros? Uh, Five years. Very cool. Now Demani Peyton is that guy is that your guy's goals as well to head that trajectory?
1: You
0: know? now, how are you guys doing with school and stuff out right now? Are you guys continuing to train and working hard?
1: Yeah, we wake up and do our work, and then after we finish with all our work, we go out and
0: start working out. Very cool now, how are your guys' parents handling having you guys all home every day?
1: You would, you, would, you would think it wouldn't go as smoothly as it does, but it's not really that big of an a issue. You know, we all enjoy doing around each other. So, you know, we just, we. we of course, you had to get the kinks out of it mm-hmm. and, and and keep the structure within these lives in order to, you know, make it all come together. And so now that we're kind of getting everything in order, it's, it's moving along how it should be moving along. So, they still got the same structure they did as if they was waking up and going to school and coming back and eating their after-school snack and then getting ready to go to practice and coming back and enjoying the rest of their night and then going and starting it over the next day. It's pretty much the same thing. It's just that they're waking up and doing everything on a computer. Hmm.
0: Now, Amarion, Demani, and Peyton, are there a couple boxers you guys could think of, maybe one each of you, that you guys have looked up to and idolized in the sport? My my favorite
1: boxer is Mayweather.
2: What about you? My favorite boxer is Floyd Mayweather, too. What about you? My favorite boxer is Will Jones Jr.
0: Now, do you guys think he'll be back in competition anytime soon, or do you think he's really done?
1: It's Floyd Mayweather, right? Yeah. He's probably gonna stop. You
2: think Floyd gonna fight again?
0: You think he's done? I think he done. <laughs> now, yeah, I think he done. now, how you guys look at those, um, your idols in boxing and all, um, even your parents as a whole. What do you draw from them in the world of boxing and about, and just growing up as a whole and being a good, well-rounded individual.
2: The money. what do you draw from the boxes? From boxes as a whole. What inspire you? Yeah, how do they inspire you? Uh, like some people weave a lot of counters. Like, how do they inspire you? As, as far as as, a as a, yeah, as a person. What do you admire about them? What uh, do they inspire you to do? and Make you want to do? They want They make me want. Uh, they inspire me too. They inspire
1: me to. Be well. They they inspire me to be a champion. Very cool. What about you? They inspired me. They inspired me to be a champion too. They inspired me to work hard and push push myself to accomplish
0: my goals. Very cool. Now, outside of boxing, what are some things you guys all enjoy?
2: What you like doing in your free time? I like to. Uh, I like to sh- uh, go hoop. I like to do
1: basketball. What else
2: you like to do? And I like to watch boxes. And Vintage footage. Mm hmm. All tapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like to play the game. What about you, Kate? I like riding my bike. I like I like to watch TV. I like to play the video game, and I like boxing. <laughs> um, I like to play football.
0: I like playing basketball, and I also like playing the game. Hmm. Very cool. Now, Bob and Shawnee, you have some very well-rounded individuals here and very cool athletes and how proud are you guys of them and everything they've done
1: i'm extremely proud because i've i've watched them i've watched progress in them i've watched a complete change in just their character and and the qualities that they possess and so you know when it's it's good to look at them and notice that they they healthy they they purpose-driven uh, they they discipline. They they look for their structure. All of those qualities is why I put them in the sport. And, and and as I look at them and I and I watch them continue to progress, that's what made me proud. And for me, it's just watching them,
2: you know, t- grow into some some little young men. Sometimes I feel like they're growing up too fast, or they're becoming <laughs> too, too well rounded. I guess. Well, not too well rounded, but. I just feel like they are, you know, not my little babies anymore. They're turning into these grown men that, that have all of this This structure. It's almost like they have a job, and they're always so busy. And I'm like, oh, come watch TV with me, or come here and let me hold you to remind you that you're still my baby.
0: <laughs> very, very cool. So. I do want to give you guys a quick opportunity to plug um, where you guys can find out, or where my listeners can find out more information about Belt Dreams and everything you guys stand for.
2: Well, they can follow us on our social media sites. We're on Instagram at Belt Dreams, and we're on Facebook, and that's at Belt Dreams as well. And then we're also we're at, on Twitter at Belt Dreams, and then we have a YouTube channel, which is Belt Dreams. And that's Belt Dreams with a Z, no S.
0: Very, very cool. I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time to come on. I do want to give you the opportunity before we close out to, you know, leave off on a general message or just, you know, say goodbye, whatever you guys please. Okay. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. And,
2: you know, as soon as everything
1: gets back to normal and this all settles down, We invite everybody to come to the Belt Dreams initiative, which is put down the guns and pick up the gloves, and stay posted. Just visit our social media websites. Appreciate it, Dylan. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, too.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Dylan. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Belt Dreams. Thank you guys again. Once again, want to thank Belt Dreams for coming on. Three great young men. Wish them nothing but the best of luck in their boxing careers and their platform and their parents as well. And I hope that they can truly make a change in their community and stop gun violence and also make a change as a whole at large. And um, yeah, that's it on that. And as for the Black Lives Matter protests, you know, just reiterating my earlier sentiments, go out and vote as Killer Mike said, the best way to get these politicians out of office and truly make a difference is by bullying them out and... By doing that is by voting in the and making your voices heard that way, and not making your voices heard by rioting and looting. And that's really it for that. Sign petitions make a difference, and tune in next week for another great episode. We have some great episodes with great guests coming up, and if you want to know any more, tune in to our Instagrams, at Ambitious Podcast, and there, Twitter, it is at Ambitious with DP and YouTube, Ambitious with Dylan Price. And if you want merch, DM us on Instagram, because we have loads of it, and we are ready and willing to sell now that this pandemic is coming to a sort of halt for at least hopefully the time being, and hopefully for the future. And hopefully I have some sports back to talk about soon. Looks like that the NBA has a plan in place, the NHL has a plan in place, and NASCAR is starting to get back. So hopefully there is positive and brighter days ahead for not just the sports world, but our nation and our world as a whole. And that's that. Come back next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another episode of Ambitious with me, myself, Dylan Price.